Mom Tribe podcast. You're very welcome along to the Mom Tribe podcast. I'm Ellen. And I'm Erica. And uh, yeah, we're going to chat a little bit about, I suppose, Insta versus reality, as much as I hate uh, that little phrase. Do you? Right. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I guess, so I, I, I don't really... I do and I don't use my Instagram like quite a bit. I'm I'm like a very passive scroller on Instagram. And then, you know, I'm quite a sporadic poster. So some days I could have like 20 posts <laughs> and other days I have fuck all because I don't really have a mission on Instagram. I don't really have uh, that interesting a life. <laughs> I don't have stuff that really goes on. Um, yeah, I like I, I quite like... A lot of the, you know, I quite like Mum Tribe, obviously. And then there's like a couple of other different people. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) There's like a couple of different people that are kind of like my go-tos. That I just like their content for whatever reason. But you'll often ask me, do I follow like some big name? And I don't know. I just, I don't, they don't resonate with me in any way, shape or form. I don't really use filters or anything like that and it's it's like I am quite vain (laughs) but it doesn't occur to me to use a filter okay and then I'll see other people and they're like flawless and I'm kind of like yeah but sure that's just like sometimes I wonder would I recognize some people and not I don't mean that in a bitchy way at all but like would I recognize some people because they're so filtered because you don't know what filters people are using um and I've met a couple of people that I've met online in person. And for the most part, they've all been, you know, very similar. But I've always been surprised at how shy everyone is to begin with, because you kind of, I feel like I know people already. Yeah. And then they're quite shy. I'm <laughs> kind of like, why are you being shy? Because I, I tend not to be shy in any circumstance, even though I'd be breaking it before like I go to an event or anything like that an event like as if she goes to events but like <laughs> if I went to something I'd be breaking it but I don't know I guess I just chat to people because people chat to me and maybe it's because I'm a youngest child as well um I don't you know have a very like warm personality and you're very approachable like you have a a very smiley face so I think that people kind of would automatically kind of be drawn to you so I get what you're saying tell me first of all rewind there now I think I have resting bitch face (laughs) yeah but also like I do too but then I also feel like people well I don't know god this is gonna sound like I'm absolutely full of myself now but in that (laughs) I do have that face too like I have my husband's often like what's wrong with you now and I'm like nothing I'm grand I'm just sitting here (laughs) like at the same time I feel like yeah people kind of feel comfortable around me maybe I don't know well people randomly talk to me at like bus stops and stuff like that yeah Um, I get that too maybe we look like the people that won't kill someone you know we look like the type of safe person to talk to I got this book um as a press drop for Callum and it's all about cyber safety and stuff like that and one of the things was actually it was a different book that they haven't released yet and they sent me like um a pre what would you call it a pre-release and we were reading it and it was about like if you get lost when you're out with your parents who to look for and it was like a kind looking adult with other children and I was like well, they're not going to come over to me while I'm like trying to rip my child away from the magazine section in the middle or like 
you know what I mean but at the same time I would hope that I'm the type of person that people come over to like when I see an older person on their own I automatically kind of go oh I hope they're okay and then more often than not they want to talk to me and then I get even sadder I told you that didn't I like at the height 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 of lockdown I went to our little and this older man was behind me in the queue. Oh, yeah and I was like oh, oh oh sorry do you want to go ahead of me because I was like thinking of my own dad and I was like he probably wants to get in and out and he was like no I'm grand like there's nothing wrong with me and I was like oh shit yeah <laughs> my dad would be like that as well my dad would yeah. be like and why my dad, would, my dad would make a very strange joke and laugh away at himself because he thinks he's hilarious and then the other person would stand there being like what happened but anyway um tell me go back there like who do you follow? Who's your favorite? Because you know the way I'm very much like your Insta, your Insta feed should be like a magazine that you want to read. And if you're not enjoying it, then you need to unfollow because it's not going to do you any good or the other person. So tell okay. me who's I will tell you very honestly, right? I'm going to open my Instagram here and I'll tell you who the first okay. three stories are because I think it's done on who you watch most often. Um, okay, so our big wheelie journey, Sharon, okay. is number one. Obviously, I've been totally tuned into her stories lately because I just think Noah's such a trooper and getting yeah. the spinal surgery. Um, Life with Tiny Humans, I just like Emma's fantastic, but Andy is my favorite human being in the world, which I feel really hypocritical saying because I don't show, share pictures of my own child. Um, but I'd be devo if Emma stopped sharing pictures of Andy. <laughs> He's actually like a ray of sunshine. His little yeah. laugh and his face, his smile, and just the way he like does things. Oh, he's so cute. He is so so cute. He's just the cutest. And then Maraid, my holistic life. Um, who she's a blogger in Newbridge, and I've just literally gotten to know her through Instagram, and she just. I don't know. Myself and herself are very, very similar. Um, so we chat yeah, like all the time. We are very similar. Yeah. We have to be kind of same personality, same outlook on life. I yeah. Like I think that she's very kind of like straight shooting. Like I felt really sorry for her over the COVID situation and her dad. And her dad. Away. Yeah. 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 Like you know, oh my God. I I think if if you read something like that about someone online. You couldn't help but kind of pull yourself together and be like, look, this person has it way tougher than you. But I think the way she approached it was very like matter of fact, but she also kind of got the human side of it in. I really like her. I do totally. Her. Yeah. And then the first three on my feed are Snap Happy Mammy, which is Brona. Yeah. Um, who I think she's an ambassador, is she? She is an ambassador, yeah, for Dublin. Uh Heather Betsy. Um, which I think like the world follows. <laughs> um, and then my next one is after the ads, fucking ads all over Instagram. She sows seeds. I don't know if a lot of Irish people follow her, but um, she's basically a gardener. Uh, she does, um, she got like a polytunnel. She got like an allotments. She does houseplants, everything. Like, um, I don't even know what she does with all the food. Like she just grows so much stuff and comes up with so many recipes and stuff like that. She's just um, really interesting to follow. But um, I think a lot of those accounts are, you know, some of them are quite high numbers and like 20K followings or, and some of them are less than 5K followings or whatever. I don't really follow, like I said earlier on, the kind of 
big, big blogger accounts because I just, I don't really identify with them or, or I haven't had reason to follow them per se. A couple of them I followed and then unfollowed. But like a lot of it is if you relate to the person or their content that they're putting up, you're going to follow them and you're going to enjoy them and you're going to watch whatever they do, be it stories or you're going to interact with their posts and they're going to go higher up onto your feed and that's grand. That's why I'm surprised Trina early years insights isn't one of my uh, top ones there because like I literally probably head melt Trina every single day. I love her too though. Like I kind of put you and Trina on the same level in terms of friendship but you're not necessarily people that I've met through Mom Tribe. You're actually friends of mine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I guess with Mom Tribe every day I'd make new connections and that people would follow me or I would find people that I find interesting to follow or that I would think that their content would be interesting to my followers. At the same time though, I have people that I've met through Mom Tribe that are actually friends now, which sounds hilarious when you met on the internet. Like a couple of years ago, if you met on the internet, it was like serial killer time. But now it's just totally different in that, you know, I guess it's kind of like you can make friends with people that you know have the same kind of ethos as you and they're into the same things as you and it's very easy to kind of fall into a friendship. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. look at me. we, I mean, two years ago, what? March 2021, Mom Tribe will be three. Like That's amazing. That's, I feel like I know you all my life. Oh. Like, I know everybody. You know, but I, like we get on so well and there's a couple of girls like that I've known from the start that I would think of of actual friends um, and like all oh, the ambassadors are amazing and everything like that but I do think that there is this kind of growing um, how should I say movement of people who are following but not because they like the content but because they don't like the content or the person behind it and I find that a bit worrying I've never understood that honestly I just I guess it comes back to and we've spoken about bullying a couple of times before like you know even that mentality in life like why stay in contact with someone who you don't like (laughs) well it's your life don't do that to yourself like unless they're family (laughs) yeah I mean like there's a lot of people in our families, <laughs> not just going yeah. to meet one with that. We'd quite like to unfollow. Um, and but like you can't do that to family, so that's that's fine. But like in your friendship groups, like unless unless you get something from a friendship, it's not really a friendship, and that sounds quite selfish. But I don't. I think that's the point of a friendship, and it's the point of any relationship. It's like you know, when you get into a toxic relationship and you kind of think, oh, they couldn't live without me or I couldn't live without them, you know, not in a kind of a, I'd be heartbroken if they were gone in a more kind of a interdependency kind of way. Like that's not healthy necessarily. Like you should love someone to bits with all their heart. And if like the same way that you love your child, like, you know, whenever they're going to go to school, you're going to be crying at the gates whenever they go off on their first trip away. You're just going to be kind of worried for them or whatever. But 
it gets toxic if you kind of, if it starts to become a manipulation of sorts. And that's what I don't understand someone following something going like, you know, oh, here she is again. Oh, like, you know, there she is with her fucking filter on her face because she's such an ugly bitch. Like if that thought goes through your head, just unfollow. Yeah. I mean, like, um, sometimes I often think to myself, like I might put something out there random like you know the way mom tribes content is i try to create content that would appeal to lots of different moms of ages and stages and stuff like that but then i'd also put out some content that is to do with me personally now i don't share pictures of my child but i'll certainly talk about if i've had a hard day because i think that it's important for other moms to know that they're not alone if they're kind of like propped up on the kitchen counter after they fed the kids and they don't have anything else to give for the day. Like they're just spent and that's it. And they're done. Like I think it's important for other women to know that others feel like that. At the same time though, I think when it gets to a stage of someone follows you and reads that or watches that and dislikes it so much that they feel like they have to talk to someone else about it. And then that other person talks to someone else about it. And then it's kind of like this vicious chain you know what I mean and so like I've heard well it's not that I've heard I've actually like I would have I'm not going to say relationships but I have like and not friendships either it's weird like in insta land you have like connections so you'd kind of you know you chat away to people but you wouldn't know them and you wouldn't like socialize with them but you'd still kind of have some kind of connection with them I guess is what I'm trying to say and then to hear about them like being absolutely dragged online and bringing it down to like their kids or the way they feed their kids or how many times they brush their kids' hair or stuff like that, it kind it really does actually it doesn't kind of worry me, it really worries me because I don't know, I just like what does the person get for saying those kind of things and how does it affect that other person? Well, so I didn't realize that forums still existed (laughs) until a couple of weeks ago. There was like a big blow up over one of the bloggers. And I was like, people still post on forums? Like, I didn't even, like, I knew like forums existed for like, you know, Miss to Misses or whatever they used to be called. Or That's pretty much the last forum I was on. It was uh, Weddings Online. Yeah. yeah, I was on that and it was pretty much like, uh, oh, where will I get my math booklets printed and where will I get my wedding shoes and, you know, what are you doing for your honeymoon and stuff? Very much like lighthearted or like focused on a, a specific topic that was kind of important to you at the time. But to hear about these forums where it's just pretty much like, okay, look, it's it's like a double-edged sword. So what I've heard is that those people have issues with other people posting online and then they'll go into minute detail about what they do online so down to like I don't know what was it now Christ I can't even remember something about a job anyway whatever it is right but like the tiniest detail and then that person then is made aware of it for whatever reason whoever sends them the information or if they look it up themselves whatever it is and then they have to read that like and then can you imagine that's kind of like when you know that people are talking about you at school or when you're younger and then you hear word for word what they say you'd be absolutely gutted wouldn't you there's no comeback to it 
Like there's no way to kind of talk to the people who want to be bitchy like that because they just continually want to be bitchy. So like, you know, I've seen people doing um, Instagram stories where they're like distraught crying or other people, you know, putting up posts saying like, I won't let this affect me or however people decide to deal with it. Like, but there isn't a way to deal with it because, you know, the people who are doing the bitching or whatever are still going to do the bitching for whatever reason. And I think it's that gang mentality of, okay, that person has the same opinion as me. So we'll gang up on this person that I'm just not really comfortable with because, you know, like, I'm all for herd immunity, (laughs) not for herd, yeah, herd kind of mentality of like, I, you know, sometimes if you'll see something about someone, you're kind of like, I'd like to maybe look into it myself and, you know, I might scroll through someone's feed and be like, yeah, actually that's not for me. Or if someone says something and I've seen a quote of them saying something on someone else's post I like to try and find the original quote from them to see what my interpretation of everything that they said was um rather than just kind of go you know oh such and such a bitch uh I wouldn't get on board with that and I'm kind of like yeah okay interesting thanks for telling me that there might be question marks over that person or whatever it might be but I'm also just gonna go and make my own mind up about it and I don't yeah. I don't know. I don't think I was always like that. I think there's this is one of the things that I always say about raising girls um terrifies me. <laughs> um because yeah, I like I know that there's bitchiness with boys and I know the suicide rates are massively higher with boys and there's a lot of kind of mental issues there but with girls it's it's the bitchiness is just so damaging. It's just and it's intense and it's yeah kind of not, look we both kind of had experiences in our lives where we've had stuff like that like I told you that when I was younger I'd go to school with my pencils with my name on them because my sister worked her arse off and got them for me or she'd get me a Barbie in America that no one else had and you know I guess she was doing it because she wanted me to feel a bit special and you know she was spoiling me but then I get absolutely dragged to school because, or even if I had like a bobble in my hair that was a bit too fancy or my pencil case was nicer than someone else's, there's always going to be that side of people. And look, you know, you can't really change them. That's just the way it's going to be. I think maybe it boils down to envy. Maybe it just boils down to people feel hard done by. And I mean, I know I'm conscious of it myself in that, like with Montreal growing as a platform, um, that more businesses, they would get in contact with me and they'd want to send me PR samples or whatever. I'm pretty much, I guess, it got to a stage where I was like, I don't want to be seen as the type of person that will just accept anything for the sake of it. So there's a lot of times that like I get approached and I just say, no, thank you. Like, thanks so much for thinking about me but it's not for me or what I've done is if it is for me and if I like the look at it or whatever it is and I think that my followers would I'll ask the business like you know if it's financially viable for you would you let me give away whatever product it is and I'll do a competition for you and at least you get your name out there a bit more 
what do you think there's a lot of bloggers out there that get a bad name for taking gifts and samples and not declaring them and that's something that I'm really stringent about probably because I I know that I work in that kind of area and I know how important it is to abide by the rules and to mark everything properly um I'd hate for anyone to think that I'm being disingenuous I only did a story tonight and I was like yeah I filtered my story and I have no problem saying that I put a filter on it because I don't like the way my skin looks at the moment that doesn't mean that I'm trying to change my entire body shape and I know that other bloggers have been really put under like the spotlight about it and I think it, it you know a lot of it is because it's gotten to a stage now where people can voice their issues anonymously and they wouldn't necessarily say what they're saying to your face because they can do it behind a screen. Um, some people think that it's okay to say the things that they're saying, but are like, I don't know, maybe because I've been on the receiving end of like not so nice things when I was younger. Um, and also, listen, I'm no angel. Like sometimes I might not say the nicest things either. Someone really pisses me off. At the same time though, I mean, like if someone uses facetune to make their cheekbones a bit higher is it the end of the world if they're selling something obviously they should not use filters or not try and edit things to you know a certain degree or make them look like a totally different person if they're like talking about i don't know weight loss or whatever it might be at the same time though it's kind of like okay like where do you draw the line you know and where where do you stop with the kind of personal maybe attacks you know so if like someone doesn't look great that they like go into detail I mean sometimes I go on stories there and I look back and I'm like holy god did you really go on stories looking like that like your hair looks like shit <sighs> no makeup on you're wearing a crumpled top and then I'm like hey, look I'd much prefer to kind of show the real me I'm like I'm not always done up with makeup and my hair done you know my earrings in and a nice top on sometimes I look like absolute shite because I've got loads of things on in the day but I think like you know with the the appearance of kind of like the anonymous pages and stuff like that and the thing is right there were some of them that were really nice to me and gave me loads of shout outs and were like just very supportive and with their DMs to me, they were always very nice. And then I kind of saw another side to them and I was like, oh my God, do I actually want to be associated with stuff like that? Like, I, I don't. I don't ever want another person to sit at home and cry because someone's made them feel like shit. Like, that's just not on. Yeah. You know? And I think that's the thing is, you know, that's that's what annoys me about the Insta versus reality because I... I think Insta is reality. Now it's it's a bit of reality, but like you know, this kind of sense that people post the perfect thing or that they should post the perfect thing. I'm like, yeah. if you want to post something, just fucking post it. If you exactly. like, you know, if if your whole holiday is consumed by I must get the perfect photograph for Instagram, then maybe you actually shouldn't be on Instagram. Exactly. I always say that. I think a lot of times, um, be it big influencers or private accounts, will show the highlight reel. So like me, say you now, if I do like a, a mum tree travel or whatever, I might show that we've gone for a gorgeous dinner. I might not show the fact that myself and my husband would bicker the whole way down to dinner because our child has eaten a whole packet of jellies that I was keeping for the next day. 
for when he was in the soft play area or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Um, but see, I prefer people who do that because I'm like, that's hilarious. That to me is more interesting than showing me the perfect dinner. Yeah, and I think that's fair, reflected then, in the accounts that I follow then. Yeah, and I guess I try to have a bit of a balance. So some days when I'm having a really shitty day, I use it almost kind of like um like a venting kind of mechanism and I'm like oh my god my head is melted how many people are like juggling all this crap that's going on and you know your other half is like snoring next to you and you've cleaned your whole kitchen and they don't even notice all that kind of stuff there's a balance I guess some people's Instagram is their brand and And that's different if it's someone's business or someone's brand but then maybe you shouldn't be putting stuff up that's super personal then at all because you know would you do that in your workplace maybe some people would maybe some people wouldn't exactly and I think that's where I draw the line with mom tribe in that I share my husband's photo because he's given me consent to do it I don't share my child's because he can't consent to that yeah that doesn't mean I judge another parent's preference whether they share them or not that's just the way I feel about it um and I don't think it's ever going to change because, you know, yeah, it's a very touchy subject. But like that, I mean, OK, listen, let's face it. Sometimes I've gone into my actual workplace and like bald crying, especially at the height of my like postnatal anxiety. And I was mm. back from that. And I didn't know how the fuck to cope with life. Like genuinely, I was just like having murdered my husband at home. I'm really upset. I'm absolutely exhausted. I feel really stressed out. I'm like totally overwhelmed. And I'd have a good cry for myself. And then I'd be grand. I wouldn't necessarily want to do that in a workplace. Sometimes people will put things up that they wouldn't necessarily share. At the same time, though, I wouldn't kind of judge a person for doing it. But I think um, I think they're probably always going to have people that aren't their fans who are going to follow them. And what way do you manage it? Like, what do you do? You can't block everyone. And you can't edit yourself to the point where you're not actually going to post anything just so that you don't offend people like I always say like if if I post something that you're 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 opposed to then just unfollow because it's much better for you not to have me in your face telling you whatever I'm doing for the day or whatever I believe in and what mom tribe believes in as like a community and that's totally against what you do and it makes you really cross just unfollow it but um till then i will be filtering the shit out of my face because <laughs> i think i should use me. filters more i think i i would i would enjoy filters i just always forget there are some really cool filters do you know what the first time i ever used a filter was only because there was no proper natural light in the room that i was in and i was like oh my god you look like a zombie and I just swiped and I found this one and I was like, oh, you look unreal. Grand, let's use that. And yeah, that's where it's gone. But um, it's a hard one. I I hope that, I don't know, would any of those people that have been encountering issues with forums and I don't want to call those people trolls because sometimes they make valid points. Mm. Um, but I think it's the way they make the point. It's just that herd mentality of we're all in this bitching together. I just think it becomes a big 
bitchy ball that just keeps on rolling and it just gets bitchier and bitchier and bitchier and I think that's what the problem is more than like you know I'm sure people have gone oh Ellen's such a head melt I don't mind someone doing that because yeah I probably am a head melt like you know sometimes once a year Um, yeah I have no problem I have no problem someone saying it even if they were my best friend in the whole wide world um you know or even like my husband or whatever I'd know I would have no problem with them turning around going I've just had enough for I just need a break from her like that's healthy I think that's fine I have no problem with that but if that that then becomes um you know talking to someone else going oh yeah she's such a bitch like have you actually seen the state of her hair lately and then it's kind of like oh yeah yeah oh yeah yeah she's a horrific nose as well uh you know that's when it starts to get toxic um whereas you know distance is fine and you know online especially you don't actually know that person you only know what they're putting forward online a lot of people do put forward a different version of themselves online and you know that's their choice and it's your choice to follow or unfollow exactly i agree um on that yeah to be a bit nice like and like i've been told many times because i have a massive mouth if you've nothing nice to say don't say anything at all yeah exactly the whole be kind movement i think got very big there a while back but uh in reality probably didn't really go anywhere i think people just need to to step away and disengage every once in a while and uh the world would be a happier place exactly speaking of disengaging we'll leave it there (laughs) bye